Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Terrell History and Comment. Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, the 27th of July, 2022. As we have pointed out, history is often the same plot repeated endlessly with different players. Nearly 1,200 years ago, in 1054, the Earl of Northumbria, a region of northern England today, invades Scotland and defeats Macbeth, who was King of Scotland. The English Parliament passes the Second Navigation Act in 1663. This has great effects on the colonies, maybe not so much at the time, but the general concept will be at the root of the Boston Tea Party a century later. The act required that all goods bound for the American colonies would be sent on English ships and depart from an English port. It helps keep the English ships and merchants profitable, but limits trade for the colonies. The Boston Tea Party was over English tea versus cheaper Dutch tea. 1689. The usual back and forth in Scotland is ongoing with the usual players. English versus the Jacobites. The Jacobites win the day at the Battle of Killiecrankie. The Jacobites were fighting on home turf and set an ambush where they had the high ground above a narrow pass. There are a couple of other historical events during the battle. It's the first recorded use of the plugged bayonet by the British, and archaeological evidence suggests the earliest recorded use of hand grenades. The U.S. Army Medical Department is established by the Continental Congress in 1775. The requirement was to be able to treat an army of 20,000 men. At its peak during the later war, the Continental Army was 48,000 men. The Department of Foreign Affairs is the first cabinet-level department. It is established in 1789. Today, it's known as the Department of State. During President Jefferson's term, the entire department was six people. In the category of a lucky shot, during the Seminole Wars in 1816, a single cannonball from a Navy gunboat hits the powder magazine at Fort Negro in the Florida Panhandle. The explosion kills 275. We often myopically forget that Europeans settled other places in the America besides the U.S. and Canada. In 1865, Welsh settlers arrive in Argentina. 1866, the first successful transatlantic telegraph cable is completed. This is the third attempt. The first was a total failure. The second cable broke during laying but was later retrieved after the third went into service. This shortened the time to get a message across the Atlantic from two weeks to two minutes. Benjamin Meisner was born in 1890 in Huntingburg, Indiana. After graduation, he joined the Navy and learned of radio waves and electronics of the day. After the Navy, he attended Purdue University. Meisner held over 200 patents involving radio receivers and electronic musical instruments. 1921, the University of Toronto proves that insulin regulates blood sugar. Television screenwriter and producer Norman Lear is 100 today. Lear was behind a number of television shows in the 1970s, including All in the Family, Sanford and Son, The Jeffersons, and Maud. Lear admits that Archie Bunker was largely based on his father and Edith, his mother. The major difference was the Lear household was Jewish. Between World War I and World War II, 53 nations meet at Geneva, Switzerland and draw up the Geneva Convention, which outlined the rules for warfare and the treatment of prisoners. It included things like, to be treated as a soldier, you had to have a recognized uniform. Bugs Bunny is 82 today. He made his debut on this day in 1940 
in the animated short, A Wild Hare is released. The plot is typical gags between Bugs and Elmer Fudd. Popular in the late 1960s, singer Bobby Gentry is 78 today. She tired of the music business in the late 70s and rode off into the sunset. But prior to that, she had two hits that remained the staple of popular music of that era. Ode to Billy Joe and Fancy, which was covered by Reva McIntyre a few years back. Gentry is a native of Mississippi who began playing and singing at an early age. The first test flight of a jet-powered airliner, the de Havilland Comet, occurs on this day in 1949. The event coincides with Jeffrey de Havilland's 67th birthday. Jeffrey was the founder of the company. Singer and actress Maureen McGovern is 73 today. She had a couple of hits in the 70s. The theme song to the 1972 film Poseidon Adventure, There Has to Be a Morning After. Another song from the film The Towering Inferno, We May Never Love This Way Again. And a number one from the television series Angie, Different Worlds. 1959. It may have sounded like a good idea, but it never got off the ground. There was a plan to form a third Major League Baseball conference, out of the other two. A year later, the idea is dropped without playing a single game. 5,000 additional American advisors are sent to Vietnam in 1964. This brings the number to 21,000. The number of troops will peak in 1968 at just short of 550,000. The House Judiciary Committee votes 27 to 11 to recommend the first article of impeachment against President Richard Nixon in 1974. This one for obstruction of justice will be the first of three, contempt of Congress being one. It could be argued that it's impossible for the president to be subject to Congress outside of listed congressional means. And the constitutional question did arise. NASA calls a timeout in 2005, incident during STS-114 with the foam insulation from the external fuel tank. You may recall this foam was a constant issue during the shuttle program. That's history and comment for the 27th day of July. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.